Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, GTZ, and with me today, I have Laser Kid. Who knows, nothing bad will happen on the train because I've already talked about this uh, story about three times now. Yes, we've uh, mined this train, as Laser said earlier, for far too long. Uh, but unfortunately, we still have to talk about the train for at least four more weeks. So we're back again talking about the Mookin train arc. This time, episode three. I miss episode one where it was all new content. <laughs> I kind of do too, but uh, it's still Mookin train. Mookin train's good. Yeah, no, it's still great. It, it's just I'd rather just go watch the movie. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Although I, I, mean, did, I did like... I did like a few things, but yeah. Yeah, but I guess let's just roll into it here. So, episode three covers kind of what, what you'd expect, like, minutes, like, 20 to 40 of the movie, essentially. From, hey, let's have, uh, let's have deep dreams to, Tanjiro, you need to wake up! Yeah, so they go through all the dream sequences with, like, Zenitsu and Osuke, Rengoku, and uh, then the very uh, sad one with Tanjiro. And obviously the episode ends off with Tanjiro breaking out of the dream by cutting his neck. So, fun times. Yeah, the greatest of times. So, so, so happy. Yeah. V- very lighthearted, as you'd expect well, from Demon Slayer. Oh, Demon Nothing Slayer. Nothing bad happened on the train. Nothing bad happened on the train, you guys. It's fine. Everything's great. Um, yeah. I did like that intro. I, I actually missed episode two, and uh, having seen the movie and read the manga, I didn't care to watch it again since I Understandable. Didn't, didn't quite make it last time. And uh, so I just jumped right into this one. I'm like, oh, that's a cool intro. Yeah, I really like the intro. Like, it's not shying away from uh, showing you what's going to happen later in the arc. No, with, uh, it sure it, friendly it, Palakaza, but. It, it knows. It knows you know. Yeah, it's like, hey, remember Mugen Train? Remember Rengoku? Remember the happy hey. times? Remember the pain. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I feel like the last episode, I think, I kind of liked how they used the additional cuts to, like, transition the footage a lot better into TV, but I feel this one was a lot more cut and dry with how it was handled, just because, like, there's only, only like, so much you can do to, like, make this work as an episode. Like, you can definitely tell that, yeah, you're watching part of a film. 
Yeah, um, up until you told me, I didn't even notice anything extra other than the intro ending, and I did like that next episode preview with Tondra and his dad. That was fun. Yeah, that was sweet. Like, I, I really do like that they've been adding those. And, like, the animation cuts this time around, like, if I hadn't, like, went and double-checked, I probably wouldn't have noticed them, because there's one in between the opening and Zenitsu's dream sequence, and there's, like, a roughly two-second animation cut when Tanjiro's running in the snow. And that's about it. Yeah. So, assuming we haven't missed any, that's, like... Four new animation cuts total so far. We still have like sixty six left. We gotta catch them all. Apparently, yeah. I mean, that's that's really the main reason to watch this if you've already seen the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, honestly, just go watch the movie. It's on. It's streaming. It's it's coming on home video soon. It was in theaters. I don't know how you missed this. I was worried over when we didn't know how the U.S. release of that movie was going to go, but at this point, it's super accessible. Oh, yeah. You can get it, like, everywhere. It's on Verve. It's on Funimation. I think it's on Hulu. I mean, the place I watched this has the movie. Go watch the movie. <laughs> watch the one episode. Watch the first episode because it's unique and actually amazing. And then just watch the movie. You're fine. Yeah, I think this will be mainly beneficial for when it eventually comes to Tanami, hopefully. Because, like, it'll be a lot easier to get this on there as opposed to the movie. Oh, definitely. And for for the audience that doesn't do any of the streaming and just watches on cable and may have missed the, the theatrical run or may not have had it near them, because that's a thing. Thank you, Loop, on the third part one dub not being in the state of Utah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if if that's you, yeah, no, this will be a very accessible way to watch it when it does show up on Toonami, and at this point I feel pretty confident saying it's going to show up on Toonami. Yeah, unless uh, Netflix or someone outbids them, but who knows? At this point, it'd be a little late, I think. Yeah, probably. Because it's already on everything streaming, and Netflix doesn't have exclusivity, so I imagine they're not going to be able to jump in this late. Netflix is like, wait, we changed our mind. We'll take everything. Take our money and take it off everything else. But we already have legal agreements. Do it. Yes, sir. They're going in the fire. <laughs> we, we ignore other legal agreements. We are Netflix. We are the law. Oh, Lord. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm pretty confident this is pretty safe, at least for now. What I'd be worried about would be the next time they go after Entertainment District. That's what I'm going to be worried. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess we'll see. I feel like Entertainment District is probably going to be under the same contracts as this. I would imagine so. So I'm not worried about Entertainment District. I'm worried about, quote-unquote, Season 3. That's where I would worry about Netflix going, hey! The Swordsmith Village. Popular show you got there. Shame if uh, something were to happen to it. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go Stone cry Ocean and, it. I'm going to go cry in Psyche K and Stone Ocean. <sighs> poor psyche k they didn't even dub season two. Oh, it's like why did you even netflix just let funimation dub it already no we got our own cast for season three why that's the way where they dub season three but not season two it makes no sense none whatsoever netflix why you do this to us yeah 
But yeah, there's not much to say about this episode. I feel like that's kind of something I've been saying, like, for a while, but... I mean, it's Mugen Train again. Yep, it's Mugen Train. Well, it's, it's, if, you, if you've seen Mugen Train, you, you've seen Mugen Train. I, it's not even going from, like, the manga to the movie, because then it's like, oh, how'd they animate it? Well, in this case, if you've seen the movie, you know exactly how they animate it. Yes, there's some new cuts, but unless you're, like, going to compare them side to side, at least with this episode to go by, you're not really going to notice. Yeah, I mean, I guess to mention some parts of the episode I still really like, I... Still love Inosuke's dream sequence. It's oh, still Chini like Boo really funny. And, oh, all that shit's great. And you get the yeah. little, little cartoony demon train just being there, like, eh, I'm a spider demon train. What's up? And expect Sabin from Final Fantasy VI to show up and suplex it. <laughs> yeah, and then like Ringoku's like a dream sequence is also really emotional. So that that definitely hits some heartstrings. Yeah, no, it's 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 fantastic content. Um. Everything is just as well done because it's literally the same animation. Yeah, no, it's good stuff. It's just good stuff that I've already seen. Yeah. One thing we really should do is probably find someone that hasn't watched the movie. But that's kind of tough because I feel you're interested in Demon Slayer. You've probably seen the movie. I mean, even for my local crew, like when we got my local crew for that movie because they had no idea but I took them to go see the movie. <laughs> so that's going to be difficult. Yes. It's, it's kind of a phenomenon both in Japan and even here in, in, in the West. It, it, it's done really well. So it's, it's hard to find someone that's like, I've seen season one of Demon Slayer, but what is this movie you speak of? Yeah. I mean, it, it's very much for that small sliver of folks that probably are not necessarily into watching movies that maybe, have kind of avoided seeing Mugen Train. I really feel like like this is going to be for the people who don't even watch streaming. That That's honestly the way I feel about it. Because if you're watching it streaming, you, you got that movie right there. It's not that long. It's, it's like, yeah, just watch the movie. It's Plus, for that casual of an audience, they're not going to be watching it subtitled. Yeah. I mean, like, even in Japan, though, I think part of it's also, like, there's that television audience that maybe is not accessing yeah, no, content to streaming. And and for that, it definitely makes sense. Like, for, for its own local market, where it's totally actually just airing on television already, yeah, no, that makes perfect, perfect sense. Although, again, Japan, best movie, that, that, that that's going to be a small audience even there. But it will exist. It does exist. And I will say I, I respect the dedication be like, we want to make sure we get everyone before we jump over it. And I'm okay with that. That makes sense. You, you want to make sure everyone's caught up and has the great tragedy before, before Entertainment District. Yeah, and I think, like, from a broadcaster perspective, it's also benefited a lot of uh, networks to actually air Demon Slayer. Like, I remember when we were doing news a while back, there were instances of, like, demons are boosting ratings for like entire networks in certain regions oh yeah no that makes sense i mean demon slayer is a legitimate phenomena yeah so i guess like even if like most people have seen mugen train it doesn't hurt to cut it up and re-air it no certainly doesn't like i as much as i'm sitting here going uh-huh i get it i absolutely get it there there's good reason for them to to make sure that everyone gets there and it, it's kind of similar for with 
Uh, um, it also might be similar to the situation when Dragon Ball Super did it. They want to make sure they've got all their ducks in a row before they go on to Entertainment District. Yeah, though this is definitely better than what uh, Super did. Well, yeah, this is what Super should have done. Just take the awesome story. You've got ads and animation to, you know, make it TV-able and, and work for the cuts. And yeah, because Super no, we got to reanimate the entire thing, but worse. Yay. I don't know why. I don't know why they did that. I'm glad they're not doing that here. That that as much as I'm somewhat downplaying this. No, do this over that every single time. This is way better. Yeah, definitely agreed. And we only have four more episodes of it to deal with, which I mean, yeah. hey, it's going to be nice watching Mugen Train again. Like, I could go rewatch the movie, but I mean, sometimes I just want a 20 minute chunk of Mugen Train. I want to spread out the depression. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, I can't really. Uh, if we weren't talking about it, I guarantee you I wouldn't have bothered. Um, although I'm glad because I would have missed that first episode. Although you guys probably told me you need to watch it, then I would have. But I mean, I'm gonna be honest. If we weren't covering it for the podcast, I probably wouldn't watch it either. Yeah, it's 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 Mugen Train. You know whether or not you want to watch this. Did you watch the movie? Okay. Did you do you need to watch this TV show? Okay, and yeah. Otherwise, just yeah. Yeah. Mugen Train, the video game coming soon for 2023. <laughs> I mean, so the Hinokami Chronicles game covers Mugen Train. Though. I know, I know. I'm I'm legitimately trying to find another way for them to adapt Mugen Train, but I yeah. <laughs> Mugen Train, the live stage play. Oh, there we go. The, the Netflix live action adaptation. We figured it out. But will it turn out better than the Cowboy Bebop live action? Why not? Have you seen the new trailer for that? I have seen the trailer for that. I'm in a very weird position on that because I am the random guy that doesn't like Cowboy Bebop. So I'm sitting here going, well, that's not Cowboy Bebop, but do I care? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll like this version better. It, it legitimately, there's a chance, although the way Netflix makes things, probably not, but... Yeah, like, I am very neutral on it. I don't really That's have fair. a stance one way or the other, because I, I like Cowboy Bebop, but I don't have some, like, big obsession with it. At least not nowadays. It's good, but it's not Space Dandy. We're, we're, oh, God. It's not Space Dandy, and it's not the superior version of that story, Shinemari Shampoo. Yes, I, I just said that, and now I'm going to go hide because the internet's going to come <laughs> for me. I mean, I think I have more memorable moments with Shampoo than I do Bebop at this point, so I can't even argue against it. <laughs> The, the legit argument I have is, in both cases, you have a story of wandering characters who, you know, go from beat to beat, and then they have an overarching story that eventually hits them. The difference is Samurai Champloo takes the time to develop its characters, and Bebop doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I think Bebop, for the most part, aside from, like, Faye, I feel most of the characters are pretty static. I'll give you that, and, and you know, Faye is well-developed, it's just she's also annoying. <laughs> I like Faye, so I, I would disagree there. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, to each their own. She's a little too selfish for my takes, but, you know, it, it's like all the worst parts of Fujiko without the charm. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll give you this. Champloo is definitely a better character story. 
Oh yeah, no, and I, I and it's that's just generally how I come down on and and I didn't have shampoo to compare to when I decided I didn't like Bebop, but that's my opinion now. Is if you're gonna watch that, watch the better, like the same kind of thing but better. Or this kind of how I look at it. Uh, and then of course, I mean, Space Dandy. How how do you compete with that? The pinnacle of animation. <laughs> the pinnacle of animation. You cannot defeat Space Dandy. It is undefeatable. The booty is too powerful. The booty is very powerful. Okay, where's your Space Dandy video game? That's mm-hmm. the real question. You know, Space Dandy Warriors, make it happen. Yeah, there's a Champ Lou video game that's apparently pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, there is, from what I've heard. Yeah, it's by uh, it's directed by Goichi Suda, the No More Heroes oh, guy. Well, then that's why it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, God, a space dandy game could actually be really fun if they really went at it. Yeah, it could be like... I'm trying to think, it could be like Ratchet and Clank, but with space dandy? I don't know. I mean, dandy can't hit anything, so I'm not even sure you want to go an action game route on that one. I'd almost say, like, graphic adventure. Yeah, that could work. Unless you make the mechanic that you have to intentionally miss the target to hit the target. Sure, that could definitely work. Oh, man. I love how we're talking about this instead of Demon Slayer. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's it, it, I love Demon Slayer and I love Mugen Train, but it's it's Mugen Train, and literally, there's like three or four episodes of us talking about Mugen Train already. Yeah, I feel like maybe for the remainder four episodes, we have to like think of like an additional topic besides Mugen Train. Uh, yeah, it's it's probably a good idea because it's it's moving train and and i've I, i'm repeating myself but yeah you know if, if you haven't seen it and you want to watch the tv show go for it otherwise just watch the movie it's right there and if you are a, a casual the dub the movie's dubbed yeah it's a very good dub it's a fantastic dub i i'm very taken with the with the demon slayer dub cast mm-hmm. And listeners, if you have any topic ideas for us for the next four weeks, let us know so we don't go on tangents about a potential Space Dandy video game that we really Space want. Space Dandy the game. Unless you can make that Space Dandy video game for us. I mean, next thing you know, we're going to be talking about how to make a uh, video game out of uh, Nietzsche Joe, and then, then, then we're in trouble. No, that just means we've reached the peak of... Game development. I don't know. Speaking of which, have you played the Demon Slayer game yet? I don't have the money for it, but otherwise I totally would. I'm tempted to pick it up, because it looks fun. It does look really fun, and it's really pretty. And also, they got their heads together on the price. It was sitting there on Steam for 70 bucks on pre-order. I'm like, but I'm not paying 70 bucks. Now it's 60 As soon oh, as it came okay. out, they lowered it to 60 I'm like, okay, thank you for not overcharging for this thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not even sure if I'm like willing to pay sixty bucks for I'm it, but like not either. But not yet, anyway. Like, if this was not the middle of winter where my finances are low and I've got Christmas and God knows what else. Plus, I've got Metroid Dread, and Metroid Dread is keeping me plenty company. More important things. Oh God, I'm my new favorite game. I'm I'm uh, Super Metroid is usually the one I'll say is my favorite video game of all time, and this feels like a legitimate sequel to it. Like, yes, there's fusion. I like fusion. I don't hate fusion, but it's not Super Metroid. This feels like like what I wanted out of Super Metroid sequel. There you go. There's something to talk about. We're not even talking about anime anymore. I'm sorry. Welcome to the Metroid podcast, man. That uh, Metroid was something, but uh, what about those X-Parasites?
What about the baby? Baby. Adam, the baby. <laughs> and and of course, we, we, we can't forget Ravenbeak. And I know, I'm just thinking of other M. <laughs> <laughs> the baby. You know, other M is one of those things where I'm like, I'm not going to say it's good, but I think that the blowback is a little bit much. As a game, it's like very average. The story's just bad. I'm not a fan of the story, but I also don't think it's as bad as people say it is. And, and the big scene that, that people get pissed off about is like the one part of the story I liked. I actually like seeing Samus not just be this invincible robot. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was fine with that. People go, oh my god, but Samus is this awesome badass parent. She is, but she's also a person. And this thing killed her parents and all that. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, rant. <laughs> I think this is a sign we should wrap things up. Probably. So, Laser, where can people find you? Uh, people can follow me on Twitter at LaserKidPrime. Uh, you can find me on the Two Nomic Faithful podcast, and I do write editorials for Two Nomic Faithful as well. Uh, you can find me on the Dumb Weaves podcast, and actually at this point you can find me on the uh, the Fena podcast as well. Awesome. Uh, I'm turning into you. Help. <laughs> There's no escape. <laughs> as for myself, you can find me on Twitter at VLORGTZ. Then I write various things for all-comic.com, as well as tanamifaithful.com, so you can check out my writing over there. And then besides the Demon Slayer podcast, I do a number of podcasts, uh, including the Dumbweebs podcast at Dumbweebs Pod, Oversoul Shaman King podcast at Shaman King Pod, Saturday Night Shoggy at Sat Night Shoggy, and then I also pop up occasionally on the Tanami Faithful podcast at Tanami Podcast. As far as the Demon Slayer podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at dslayerpodcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash demonslayerpodcast, and on the Tanami Faithful website itself over at tanamifaithful.com slash demonslayerpodcast. And the podcast is like on basically everything at this point. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Podbay, you name it, we're there, so go look us up subscribe give us a review a rating all that good stuff and just enjoy the episodes but that does it for this episode so we will see you guys later don't have anything bad happen on the train <laughs>